welcome my curious colleagues. Today's episode features me, and it's a solo episode sharing my thoughts on how to react to emerging consumer complaints. So I often get asked this from my marketers over my years of experience, you know, what should I do next? I see a little blip. Um, And really my guidance, and it's really, it's mostly coaching is, first of all, there's not one path to react to these, but I like to be a little bit more on the conservative side. So instead of rushing to reformulate, say, a product, um, and there'll be some instances where that may be the case, let's say, but the first thing I think about is to understand the situation, right? So you're going to thoroughly understand the situation in terms of your vantage point from the the consumer care center. And that would include where it was made, the dates, the, you know, summary of the verbatims, uh, let's see, you know, all the good stuff that, that you know that you capture. Maybe even add the state, you know, where the person alleges that their mailing address is as sort of a placeholder for, you know, how it's being distributed in the United States. You've got a lot of good stuff. So share that and then work with your marketer to understand, well, what changes do you know that have been made? Did a plant get switched? Did we have to change vendors for a particular reason for say an ingredient? What are some of those variables that may have changed? You know, CPG, it's a human, it's a human business. And no matter if you're pressing the buttons for the robot, you're still a human making this product for consumers. So it really comes down to that. So once the brand sort of shares everything that they know, then it's time to bring in your product development and really have the conversation and pick their brain. What do they know about the process? Has the specs changed? Again, getting back to the ingredient vendors. I mean, there's every little step could slightly, it shouldn't, but impact your final product. And really what you're trying to get at at this point is, is this a design that consumers are reacting to? Or is this sort of a one-off, you know, oopsie that maybe happened at, you know, in your big kitchen. So these types of conversations help understand that you want to look at the data over time. And then from there, maybe you, you get ready and you bring in your quality assurance folks and they have that deeper understanding of even the, the production process. And again, they're even a little bit closer to the specs that you have. So you want to make sure that they are brought in and they're assessing the situation. And, you know, is it time to move on to, you know, what I call step two? And that is to start looking at the root cause and, and coming up with some formulations. I think that the next step could be to evaluate the product side by side with itself, maybe even with competitors with a similar specific ingredient or specific flavor or type of product and just see how uh, we'll take, for example, you stacking yourself up versus yourself. So how might this product vary depending on the day it's made or depending how long it's been in someone's, you know, pantry. 
all those things matter. And so just really having a self-assessment um, can really add some insight. So I think the bottom line is, look, don't have a knee-jerk reaction. I'm not telling you to reformulate this product. I'm telling you to understand what we're really looking at. And I need your help, marketers, product development, QA, and then my own instinct. And that's why it's always fun as a consumer care individual to have some of that knowledge of the process because you can kind of think it through as you see the data and maybe come up with some of your own points of view or questions at least to be asked, you know, the right questions. So again, take your time and understand what you're, what you're looking at.